Principally, what high school kids left school, walked out of school uh, uh, yes. to protest gun violence because today is a uh, is one month since the shooting in uh, Parkland, Florida, at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. I'm confused um, by the walkout. Okay, uh, organizers say. I wonder who organized it. Organizers say nearly 3,000 walkouts are set in the biggest demonstration yet of the student activism that has emerged following the murder of 17 people at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. It's students from the elementary to college level. Uh, some planned roadside rallies. Uh, others were to hold demonstrations in school gyms or football fields. Uh, in Massachusetts and Ohio, students said they'll head to the state house. Here it is. The coordinated walkout was organized by Empower, the youth wing of the Women's March, uh, which brought thousands to Washington, D.C. last year. The group urged students to leave class at 10 a.m. local time for 17 minutes, one minute each for the victims in Florida. Although the group wanted students to shape protests on their own, it also offered them a list of demands for lawmakers, including a ban on assault weapons and a majority and a mandatory background checks of all gun sales. Our elected officials must do more than tweet thoughts and prayers in response to this violence, the group said. Okay. I can't blame a kid for not wanting to get shot in school, right? Uh, I would agree. Of, mm-hmm. of the four different schools that my children attend, uh, there were no walkouts, mm-hmm. to my knowledge. Uh, it's It's stunning the way the larger point of... Gun violence is being missed. It's the breakdown of the culture. These these kinds of weapons have been around since maybe before World War II. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys brought them home. But you could buy them at Sears for 20 bucks. I mean, people didn't shoot each other like this. Right. Uh, but equally uh, as stunning as is the idea that it's the government that must provide the salvation here. I, I, I find that unnerving. Uh, it's almost, it's almost to be expected that the first place uh, people are being taught to turn is the government. And uh, the government can't solve this. <clears throat> it's a complete breakdown in moral and ethical integrity it's a complete breakdown in in faithlessness it's uh and it's no it's it's not breaking down it's it's already broken it's it's down and uh these protests uh have a political motivation behind them if they're uh if they're part of the women's march yes <clears throat> i'm going to make a link here to the us military Okay. Uh, after the walkout Wednesday, some students in Massachusetts say they plan to rally outside the Springfield headquarters for the gunmaker Smith and Wesson. All right. Uh, at Case Elementary School in Akron, Ohio, a group of fifth graders have organized a walkout with the help of teachers after seeing parallels in a video 
They watched about youth marches for civil rights in 1963. There's absolutely nothing analogous between marching for civil rights and this. Uh, The walkouts have drawn support from companies including media conglomerate Viacom, which said it paused It'll pause programming on MTV, BET, and all its other networks for 17 minutes. Uh, Okay, uh, this is where my question starts. Just like the children walking out of the schools, for Viacom to stop broadcasting for 17 minutes, what is that going to accomplish? This, This shooting one month old is still extremely fresh in our minds. Let's, uh... Let's link this to the military. You want to talk about gun violence? Okay, what do you got? You're going to link this to the military. It's from the Wall Street Journal. Mm -hmm. I I was taken aback to read this. Conrad Poplowski, a 22-year-old Navy hospital corpsman, is about to be deployed as a battlefield medic with the 2nd Marine Division, which has served in deadly battlegrounds in Iraq and Afghanistan. You with me so far? But first, he's going to undergo some training in Chicago at Cook County Stroger Hospital, which the Navy says is among few places here in the U.S. that provide experience treating the troops, treating the types of wounds they will see on the battlefield. Wow. Let's come to that. So they'll get a a victim that might be shot up in Chicago that comes in. For so long, the first time a corpsman got any trauma experience was when they were deployed, and some would just freeze up, said Captain Paul Roach, uh, the U.S. Navy surgeon who heads the program in the Great Lakes region. We don't want that to happen anymore. The Navy is working to formalize a pilot program that has been tested here for three years, meaning Chicago. Rotating newly enlisted hospital corpsmen, the combat medics for the Navy and Marines, and those needing a refresher course while they are back home for six to eight weeks through Stroger, through Stroger Hospital's Trauma Center. The 14-bed unit treats over 6,000 trauma patients yearly, many of them with penetrating, life-threatening wounds akin to those on the battlefield. Wow. There, there, you you want to put a march together for that, kids? Uh, all you... Uh, Viacom types, you want to uh, you want to address the Chicago problem because the Chicago problem is the breakdown of the family, the breakdown of moral, ethical, and God fearing integrity. That's your Chicago problem in a nutshell. It has nothing to do with racism. Mm-hmm. Has nothing to do with anything except the breakdown of this culture, the breakdown of the nuclear family, for example. And so here, here you have the Navy and the Marines of the United States training for battlefield deployment. At Stroger Hospital in Cook County, Chicago. Though Chicago is experiencing a drop in murders since a dramatic spike in 2016, it remains a city where high numbers of gunshot victims cycle through the trauma center night after night. Hmm. 30% of patients at Stroger Hospital on Chicago's near west side are admitted to the trauma ward with wounds from firearms compared with a national average of 4.2% for level one trauma centers. Hospitals certified to have the resources to handle multiple victims with penetrating and other serious wounds, according to the National Trauma Data Bank. The experiences here cannot be replicated elsewhere unless you have a major land invasion, said Dr. Farhan Bokhari, who chairs the trauma and burn surgery unit at the hospital. 
Let those let this sink in. In many frontline marine unit units, immediate medical care for gunshots, explosions, or shrapnel comes from these corpsmen who are mostly young and new to the service and new to seeing up close the wounds they train to treat. The Navy medics, known as hospital corpsmen, typically receive 14 weeks of training in first aid and patient care at Fort Sam Houston in Texas after initial boot camp. Uh, the program at Stroger Hospital is part of a new push from the Department of Defense to prioritize civilian and military partnerships uh, specifically budgeted for in last year's National Defense Authority Act. Navy corpsmen started embedding at Stroger Hospital as part of a pilot program in 2014. Corpsmen are not routinely exposed to trauma or critically injured patients during their first assignments, said Defense Department spokeswoman Major Carla Gleason. This is realistic, hands-on trauma training. It will allow them to hone their skills and increase their readiness. This is That's in, amazing. This is in Chicago. They're 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 treating combat like wounds. And sixty years ago, fifty years ago, sixty years ago, seventy years ago, there there were uh, proportionally as many guns in Chicago as there are today, and there were not or there's not this level of homicide. 60, 70, 50, 60, 70 years ago, uh, the so-called assault uh, rifles were uh, commonplace and available. There was not this kind of shooting. You'd get the guy, you'd get a Charles Whitman every once in a while. There's, you know, history is going to be full of evil and and deranged people. Right. Uh, But uh, most uh, typically uh, the, the culture that we experienced here post-World War II, if not prior to World War II, uh, worked. It worked. It worked. And children were not routinely uh, needing to uh, go beseech their elected representatives to, uh, to protect them from somebody with a gun. And here in the city of Chicago, uh, where this violence is most pronounced, it never gets addressed, and the and the reasons for it never get addressed. And it's so uh, profound that the Department of Tran- uh, Defense is training Navy and Marine medics at Stroger Hospital in Cook County because they're going to see there the kinds of wounds they see on battlefields. I think your theories of. Uh a little more solid when you when you point that out to anybody that that's where they're going for training is that is uh, downtown chicago or, or near west side you can see the sears tower from there it's, mm. it's right there it's right there and so all these kids you know locally uh no one is going to put up much of a fuss if you go out into the field today and and say you don't want to be shot, who can blame you? But uh, it's a shame you're not being taught the reasons uh, that have brought this about. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. I'm going to paraphrase something a frequent emailer Terry sent me. Why is it when evil shoots up a school, it's the gun's fault, but God help us if a cop shoots somebody, it's the cop's fault? Uh Aha. 
Interesting perspective. No, there are bad police shootings. Yes. Uh, I think Castile, uh, Philando, was a bad, bad police shooting. And and the consequences were suffered for that. But... Uh, I have an oompa quiz for you, speaking of weapons. You have an oompa quiz, okay. Is Reber's in there? Uh, I'm ready. Right I'm here. ready. I'm ready. Shall we play a game? Oompa, loompa, doompa dee doo I've got another puzzle for you. This is in Canada. A Scarborough homeowner who interrupted a break-in Tuesday was stabbed in his leg but managed to smash the intruder. Okay. Toronto police say the frightening encounter unfolded on Harewood Avenue near McGowan and Kingston Roads just before noon. The victim arrived home to find a man inside his home, Constable Jennifer Sidhu said Tuesday, adding that the homeowner was stabbed, possibly with a screwdriver, Hmm. during the confrontation. A contractor working at a neighboring house heard the commotion and did what he could to help. There was blood spurting out the back of the homeowner's leg, and his dog was chasing the fellow, Craig Hussey said, recalling Uh the ordeal. He said the victim's young son, thought to be about five years old, was outside crying, said, I think my dad is bleeding. Oh, boy. I got in my truck to go see if I could find the dog, Hussey said, explaining he was concerned for the family's pet. As he drove around the corner, Hussey said he spotted the dog heading back home, so he continued to look for the intruder. Moments later, he spotted the man, his face bloodied, hiding between houses on nearby Oak Ridge Drive. Hussey called 911, but the man was gone by the time the coppers arrived in the area. He returned to the victim's house and picked up the distraught boy to comfort him while his dad was on the phone with a 911 operator. Mm. I heard the child yell on the phone, I've been stabbed, uh, and then I looked at his leg, and his leg was all red, Hussey said. That's when I realized something happened. He said the victim told him the intruder's face was probably bloodied uh, because he hit him. Police searched the area, but Sid, who said the intruder could not immediately be found. The homeowner suffered a deep stab wound to his, to his hamstring, uh, explaining the man was taken oh. to hospital by ambulance. The injury is not believed to be life-threatening. What did the homeowner, upon discovering the intruder, hit the criminal with? <laughs> uh, let me think. Why was that funny? Because the intern just sneezed. He, oh, I thought he, it was he laughter. He didn't want to call any attention to himself, <laughs> but it's okay. Sin, you're all right. Don't uh, worry about it. What did he <clears throat> okay. hit him um, He hit the the uh, the intruder, and he bloodied him. Yep. Uh, cell phone. Nope. No, it's going to be something bigger than that. I'm almost picturing like... Got uh, it. What? I was picturing like a vase or something. No, I think I have it. Hail the king. He tagged him with the flashlight. Nope. Oh, I thought I had it. Bloody. You slashed the guy with this thing. Okay. And he did it upon entering the home. So maybe. Well, he, uh, he managed to confront the intruder. He walked into his home, and there's the intruder. And uh, he was able to uh, seize this uh, device, and he took care of this intruder, even though apparently he's still eluding police. But he, the intruder hightailed it out of there, bleeding uh, from his face. Just okay. as the homeowner uh, suffered a wound uh, before the intruder uh, escaped. So he got stabbed with the screwdriver. He got stabbed with a screwdriver, and the homeowner who got stabbed with the screwdriver retaliated. I seen him over there behind our stove. I'd give it, the clues, the clues are, are terribly obvious here. Screwdriver. 
I got it. Okay. And me and him went downtown, Charlie. No. <clears throat> it was a... Um... Give me another clue. Well, you've gotten a couple. I mean, it's yeah. Toronto. It's Toronto. Slashed oh, in the face. Oh, no. How did we, we do go. that? Here we go. A hockey puck. No, the stick. I was going to say stick. I was going to say hockey stick. He had a stick in his kitchen? Always have a hockey stick ready. Well, he's a Canadian. He had a hockey stick he Probably right got there one at every he, door. He, he would have gotten He would have gotten a five-minute major. He drew blood. He with drew blood. So, yeah, he's going to be sitting to go to the box. He'd go to the box, feel shame. Feel shame. No, then, he'd feel good. Then you get free. Oh, I didn't even see that. I couldn't see the forest for the trees. Right, I said a Scarborough homeowner, uh, you know, Scarborough and I said, Fair. Are I you said going? Toronto police. I said slash. Right. Home of Steve Payne, Toronto. Always keep a hockey stick handy uh, and it'll serve you hey, well. You played. You got a stick by your bed? Absolutely. Do you really? Well, I'm not going to say where it yeah, is. Yeah, I got one. Sure. You got it. Yeah. I'm not going to say where yeah, it yeah. is. You got I got you can get it. said Toronto guy comes by. You'll get it, you though. Get him. He's you, gonna get it. I got him. You I think get him. Uh, I'm not gonna say it. if it's on the right side of the bed or the left side well, of the bed. You, know, you don't want that to fall into the wrong hands. <laughs> Drop everything and get out. That's yep. right. That's right. Except the stick. We're gonna be back shortly, but okay. now thanks to our great friends in Owatonna, Minnesota at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated. It's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal. And your money now. Well, how does the intruder get away if you're hitting him with the hockey stick? Well, he I mean, gave him a good slash across the mug, you but the guy took off. He should have slashed that guy like 40 times. Well, yeah, I suppose he couldn't. He's got a screwdriver in his leg. What do you want? Are you Superman? Well, come on. You've got to defend your property. Yeah. Uh, we are looking at another down day in the stock market. No ups and downs today. The market has been lower for most of the day. We did have a little daylight earlier with the NASDAQ composite in positive territory, uh, but it is now lower as well. The Dow Jones Industrial average has fallen below 25,000. Again, it's down 256 points today. The NASDAQ composite down 15 and the S&P 500 is down 16. Walmart will offer home delivery of groceries in 100 cities by the end of the year, adopting a costly model it previously resisted as Amazon, Kroger, and Target invest in similar services. Under the new program, online grocery orders will be packed in a Walmart store by company workers and then hand it off to a delivery company or a startup that uses contract workers to bring orders to homes. The ride-sharing service Uber will be one of the initial partners, as will Walmart's online unit Jet. Today, March 14th, or 314, is Pi Day, a celebration of the number 3.14, which is used to determine the area of a circle. The number goes on and on. Several companies are celebrating with Pi Day specials, including Blaze Pizza and Papa Murphy's, where you can get a pizza pie for $3.14. And Whole Foods stores are knocking 314 off the price of a large pie from their bakery while supplies last. It's true. I'm not making that up. I'm I'm Bruce Vale with your money now on 1500 ESPN. Oh, I thought you were just making that up, but that's. Commencing garage logic segment number eight. You're John Height. Thank you, Joe. It's sunny and 42 degrees. This update brought to you by It's Just Lunch. Wild lose to Colorado last night 5-1. to one. They'll be in Nevada on Friday to play the 
Golden Knights. Did everyone ever get him a stand he could borrow? Oh, I don't yeah. think so. Okay. Was it stand or stamp? Stamp. 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 Wait a minute. Remember, you thought it was stamp. In the drapes. Good horns in this one. The best band that never was. All for nothing. <laughs> really? All for nothing. They even called their uh, one of their retrospective albums that. All for nothing. Well, it wasn't all for nothing. I was going to say, they, they were, had some success. They were a pretty big influence, too, on Oh, my God. Well, no, you're talking band. to one of their biggest fans. Right. I'm just lamenting that they weren't bigger than they were. Well, it's their own fault. Jesus. No, I understand. <laughs> That's why they said, look, we screwed up. It was all for nothing. Uh-huh. Jesus rides beside me and he doesn't buy any smoke. Ah, buy any I thought smoke. Jesus would pick up a tab every once in a while. <laughs> Wolves beat Washington last night. They're at San Antonio on Saturday night. And the Twins are in action this afternoon. They're playing the Boston Red Sox. They're already in the ninth inning. It's 2-1 to one Boston. Logan Morrison with the Twins RBI. Uh, the Twins only five hits in of that ball game. Kenny's just texting Joe to say you're not the biggest fan. Uh, he saw them in front of four people uh, outside the caboose. <laughs> I'm sure he did. In about right. 1971. Say, do you boys realize something? Huh. The Twins start the Major League season a week from Friday. No, Thursday. No. Tomorrow? Two weeks from two, two Thursday. Weeks from tomorrow. That's tomorrow. what I meant. Two weeks. Two weeks from tomorrow. Close enough. A week. Sure. Two weeks. I, uh, I didn't realize that. I hadn't. Uh, yep. I hadn't paid much attention to it. When you let me see, if you say it's a week from Friday, but it's actually two weeks from Thursday, Joe, I don't think it's close enough. No, Sorry, right. not really. <laughs> and in fact, Rook, you'll be happy to know that two weeks from tonight, okay. the Major League Baseball season opens because we've got our yeah. first night game on the twenty eighth. And you'll be happy to know that we're going to have a new policy in here that Ooh. whenever uh, the Twins are on, we can watch them on television. But if stupid St. Louis is playing San Diego, we're not going to sit and watch that. <laughs> Because we don't really have anything to root for in that game. And John and I will start telling you about every player on the roster. Right, yeah. right. No, right. you'll be doing what you're hired to do. That's true. Yeah, that's there true. you go. What am I hired to do? <laughs> I'm not talking to you. <laughs> News notes from today a proposed Minnesota Senate bill that would have eliminated state funding for police officers in school districts across the state has been reversed. State Senator Patricia Torres Ray, a DFLer from Minneapolis, changed her bill yesterday, just two hours before the start of its first hearing in front of the Education Policy Committee. The bill's intention was to cut the funding through the Safe Schools Levy, which also had support from the Minneapolis chapter of the NAACP. But State Senator Dave Osmek from Orono called the idea one of the most patently dumb bills in the 2018 session. Senator Gregory Clausen expressed concern with the amended version of the Torres Ray bill. He said it would cause a lot of confusion and difficulty for school districts and communities across the state. The bill was held over for further action, but it has not received a new hearing date. Authorities in Swift County say the driver of that small transport van that collided with the semi on Monday afternoon failed to yield the right of way when the collision occurred and that the student passengers were likely not belted. Three teenagers remain in critical condition with head, neck, and back injuries after the crash. The Swift County Sheriff says the driver of the bus was about to make her first drop-off after school when she crashed into the semi just behind the cab of the truck. Authorities say the van was traveling about 25 to 30 miles an hour and that there was a yield sign posted on the side of the gravel road as she approached the intersection. The semi did not have a yield sign and was traveling about 50 miles an hour, according to investigators. British Prime Minister Theresa May announcing punitive measures against Russia today over that chemical weapon attack on Russian former double agent Sergei Skripal and his daughter. 
Speaking on the floor of the British Parliament, May said Russia had provided no credible explanation as to how the powerful Novichok chemical nerve agent came to be used in Britain, saying they instead have treated the use of the military-grade chemical agent with sarcasm and contempt. They're thumbing their noses, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Kremlin rejected May's deadline, which expired at midnight Tuesday evening to explain the poisoning. Dmitry Peskov, spokesperson for President Vladimir Putin, told reporters that Russia, quote, rejects the language of ultimatums. President Trump, meanwhile, yesterday voicing his support for Britain, telling reporters, it sounds to me that it would be Russia based on all the evidence they have. As soon as we get the facts straight, if we agree with them, we will condemn Russia or whoever it may be. To this point, the U.S. has not done that. City of White Bear Lake is hoping to bump uh, that a bump in police officer pay will allow its police department to find new and keep existing police officers. Recruiting and retaining officers in the current climate, they say, is becoming increasingly more difficult for departments across Minnesota. In an attempt to counteract that difficulty, White Bear Lake approved a 2.75% wage increase for all officers. The city has a population of just over 25,000 people. They also raised the starting pay of the position more than three grand to $50,500. That averages to a new monthly rate of 4208 Still, White Bear Police pay lags behind some other metro departments. By comparison, Mendota Heights, with a population of just over 11,000 people, pays its officers an average monthly salary of $5,080. Kentucky GOP Senator Rand Paul says he will try to stop the Senate confirmation of President Trump's nominees for Secretary of State and CIA Director. He told reporters, today I'm going to do everything I can to block them. He expressed alarm about the nomination of Gina Haspel, who would be the first woman CIA director in history. She ran CIA black site prisons where high-value detainees were subjected to harsh interrogation techniques like waterboarding and was also reportedly involved in an order to destroy tapes made of those waterboarding sessions. Paul said to really appoint the head cheerleader for waterboarding to be the head of the CIA, how can you trust somebody who did that to be in charge? Senator John McCain, a former POW himself, of course, and a critic of what he calls torture tactics, also questioning Haspel's fitness to be CIA director in a series of tweets. How come they're not called out on being uh, Mm anti-female? When she would be the first CIA director of female. Don't ask me. That's pretty. Yeah, what do you think of all that Trump news? Don't ask me. On the heels of Amazon's announcement to offer free two-hour delivery on orders from Whole Foods, home grocery shoppers have yet another option. Today, Walmart said it plans to significantly uh, significantly grow its grocery delivery efforts, expanding the service to include 100 new metro areas nationwide by the end of the year. Walmart's online grocery delivery is only available right now in six markets, but that will change quickly, according to Walmart. The largest American retailer says within nine months, its grocery delivery service will serve more than 40% of U.S. households, according to their press release. As of now, Walmart's delivery, though, costs $9.95 per order, with a minimum purchase of $30, subscription plans like Amazon Prime offers free grocery delivery, making it seemingly more cost-effective for regular shoppers. You know, uh, Joe, our guys uh, at Elevated that do the beer show with me every single week, mm-hmm. they started doing a delivery service for mm-hmm. their... Really? Uh, hello, friend. <laughs> That's phenomenal. I mean, I think well, there's a minimum that, order yeah. of whatever, but if you were having, like, let's say, a, a party, a graduation, whatever it was... Yeah. They're going to deliver the goods right to your front door. Hmm. Yeah, but Walmart inventive and amazing. Is the Walmart delivery? Is it delivered to you by those people where we have the pictures of the Walmart people that are going through the store? (laughs) You have to pay extra. That's extra. Yeah. Okay. Well worth it. Right. 
So you order the food for all and they bring you the food? Boom. That's correct. Right yeah. to your door. I don't need that. There's also well, wait, wait well, a minute. There's another service that does that too that I've found out recently called Instacart. Hmm. You just call your local Cub Foods, you give them your list, and somebody will pick those groceries for you and deliver them. Well, I'm picking out my own green peppers. Doesn't Simon Delivers or Coburn already do that stuff for regular grocery stores and now they do it for now it's what, just everywhere? I don't know. You got like Instacart? Instacart? Yeah, well, the Instacart's at Cubs. I think they're... Oh, okay. The, yeah, they're John, what if I wanted a giant wheel of cheese? Oh, you could get that. Okay. You, you could go to Lund's and get it yourself. Bring it or, to you in a pickup truck. Yep. <laughs> like what were you going to do with that cheese, by the way? I don't even remember why I bought that much. It was it was impulsive. Yeah. Just one. But you were shocked at the price. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? I don't shop that much. How much was the wheel of cheese? I don't remember. No, I thought it was, it was like 60 or something, 60, wasn't it? 70 bucks. Yeah, he bought... Holy moly. Was it good though? When oh, you got yeah. home, yeah, I, I, like I hope he likes cheese. I like yeah. cheese. He's yeah. even got a how about, how about you? Yeah. Italian police say. Uh, speaking of food, they've dismantled a macrobiotic sect that denied its followers contact with the outside world. Authorities told reporters today followers were manipulated to adhere to a rigidly controlled diet known as ma pee, and that the weight of one follower. Had Would fallen. you like to eat ma pee? No, one weight. Oh, I should have brought this one in. Sorry, couldn't resist. The weight of one follower plunged to 77 pounds. Five persons have been formally put under investigation for alleged maltreatment, tax evasion, and criminal organization with the aid of reducing people to slavery. The Guardian reports 73-year-old Mario Pianisi and his wife, Lorenda, are suspected of being the ringleaders of the network, which operated in the central regions of Italy. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mop. Ma who? No, Mop. Mapu. Mapu. God. What? Oh, God. <laughs> Thanks, brah. Yep. This guy has seen more urban wildlife than a DNR field agent with a PhD, Joe Suchere. Hey, Dave Dahl and his forecast on a Wednesday afternoon in Garage Logic is brought to you by the fine folks at It's Just Lunch. Here's Dave Dahl. Thank you, Joe. We're up to 42, heading for a high today of about 45 degrees. Should be just gorgeous. Uh, the average high is at 41 now. Partly cloudy sky. It's going to be cool tonight, down to 24. Sunshine and mild tomorrow, back up to 44. 46 on Friday, 50 on Saturday and on Sunday. Uh, partly cloudy to mostly sunny skies, both Saturday and Sunday. Clouds come into the picture on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday as it cools down a bit. Low 40s for highs for Monday and Tuesday, mid-40s by Wednesday again with partly cloudy skies. So pretty dry stretch here. Uh, we're underneath a big block, blocking ridge of high pressure in the upper levels of the atmosphere, and it's keeping a lot of the moisture away from us. And I think the next couple of systems that come through will probably pass just to our south. Nebraska and Iowa could get a rain and snow and sleety mix uh, coming sometime Friday night. And then again, it looks like Monday into Tuesday. They could have some of that wintry mix south of Minnesota, but we're going to stay on the dry side. 42 for our current temp, Joe, and I have the records for the day. March 14. 73. 73, let me guess. 2012. You got it. All right. Very good, Joe. Well, we had a really nice March. That was a very warm spring. 10 below zero, though. 10 below. 1897. 1897. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Say, speaking of urban wildlife. Yes. I'm taking the recycling cart out the other night. What's your recycling day? Huh? What's your recycling day? I'm not going to tell you. (laughs) I'm taking the recycling cart out the other night. 
and I see across the street a deer. Okay. It's about nine at night. Yeah. And I would have bet you money it was a deer. Yeah. And I also noticed about four houses down, a guy walking his dog coming my way. Okay. So I thought, I'm going to wait and see what happens here when that dog gets wind of that thing. And sure enough, the dog went crazy. And the guy really had to restrain his dog. And mm. when, he, when, he, when he got close enough, I said, did you see the deer? He said, no, coyote. Ooh. And I thought, no, I saw a deer. He said, well, this thing was big. It was a coyote or a fox or a... Well, I I can't I can tell the difference between a fox and a deer. <laughs> right. I, I was mean, gonna take right. out the recycling. I right. gotta see this. Thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Deer Coyote close enough. Yeah, whatever. Is, wait. Wait, wait. Yeah. That's it? Okay, finish up the story. That's it. That's it. Great story. Okay. Compelling and rich. So hold on, hold on, hold what on. What was check it? this out. You oh, you didn't see it because it's split. It's split. That's why you didn't. Well, get to now, it. no. What what I uh, am taking from the story, which is not a very good story, is that did I or did I not see a deer? Did I see a, a coyotes can't be as big as what I thought I saw. Yeah, and a deer would be, you know, uh, a flighty and yeah, it was. It was glumping. A uh, a uh, uh, fox or a. They're more stealthy. Coyote would be, yeah. Okay, kinda. hold on. What You said it was 9 p.m., so very dark outside. Yep. How far away was said animal? Uh, Give me a yardage mark. 30 yards. 30 was, yards. was it in a wooded area? No, was it in the street? No, walking across the neighbor's front yard. The across the street neighbor's front yard. Huh. Hmm. Remember we uh, discovered, I believe, yesterday that uh, there's now Mother's Day cards that say Happy You Day. Yes. You got to yes. honor, you got to... New pronouns and well, genders okay, and things. What, what's Hallmark going to do do about this? Mm. Uh, Patricia and Misty Span were married on March 26, 2016. Court records say Patricia Span had convinced Misty Span that their marriage was legal, even though Misty Span is Patricia Span's daughter. Oh, no, no, no. Both no, no, women no. were arrested and charged with incest in September 2016, six months after they got married. On Tuesday, Misty Velvet Span, 26, pleaded guilty to incest. Oh, no. Patricia Span's complicated relationship with her children drew scrutiny in August 2016 after a child welfare investigator found that she and Misty Span, who were living in Oklahoma, may not may have been having an incestuous relationship. Patricia Span told the child welfare investigator with the state's Department of Human Services that she had three children from a previous marriage daughter misty and two sons span had since had long since lost custody of her children who were adopted by their paternal grandmother she had no contact with any of her kids until a few years ago when she and misty reunited and hit it off oh no Mm -hmm. no no patricia span said she had looked into the laws and concluded that marrying her daughter is not illegal because her name her name is no longer listed on the birth certificate a police investigator found that Misty Span's birth record with the blah, 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 blah. Okay. Uh, she also yeah. had previously married her son. In December of 08, she married one of her sons who was 18 at the time. Court records show that he filed for an annulment. Ah, they just didn't understand each other. In March 2010. What, what card do you get for this? 
the Joker. I, I'm struggling. Uh, uh, that's a hell of a Thanksgiving dinner table, hey, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. You're not really sure what's going on. Uh, Misty Span. I I pulled up a uh, a photo of the their their mug shot, so to speak, mm-hmm. and uh, it's uh, you know Misty Span filed for an annulment in September, citing fraud and incest. The petition says Patricia Span and her daughter uh, had consulted with lawyers and each advisor yeah. that there would be no problem with the marriage. I think there's a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, incest is punishable by up to ten years in Oklahoma. Misty Velvet Span. Yeah, we got... See, it starts with the names. Mm-hmm. It starts with the names, right? Received a 10-year deferred sentence. That means the judge has postponed imposing a sentence for 10 years, after which Misty Span will have to go back to court and the case against her will be dismissed. You know, the um, <clears throat> the the son that got married yeah. to the mom, you know, when he's... Happy U-Day card would work here. Yeah, it would, but when he's... You know, when he's hitting the market later, yeah. and you talk about the hot, crazy matrix, yeah. uh, saying that you were once married to your mom. I, I got to tell you, I was, I was married previously. Yeah, that's hot, crazy matrix oh. on the male side. You oh, know, that's, that's okay, John. Uh, who are you married to? I mean, well, did, it end, did it end well? No, it was my mother. Uh, yeah. Oh. We had to go to court. And we're on our way to her house for dinner, so it's going to be kind of awkward. I want, I want you to meet mom. <laughs> meet my ex. Yeah. <laughs> that would, that's uh, uh, the, the no-go zone. Well, the guy's and, and you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm rejecting this arrangement. Uh, both when she married her son and married her daughter, I'm, I'm rejecting the arrangement. I'm not, Bold. I'm not, I'm not going to be inclusive. Bold but, stance. Yeah, yeah, taking a stance. I'm here, taking a stance. Boy. Do you think it was just um, like a, a paper marriage? What do you that, mean? Well, no, like it that. doesn't sound like it. It sounds like it was the whole deal. Oh, no, okay. Yeah, and, and and what's the mom's name? Patricia. Yeah. You know, there's a case where you might have been she's not a big girl. No, she's not. She's very um mousy and wiry. I, I'm guessing uh, well, I shouldn't guess. No, I no, wouldn't. No, let's not guess. Stay away. Let's just why don't we send her a Hallmark card? Happy U Day. Happy U Day. Good luck in uh, future endeavors. I mean, you go to Walgreens, you know, you go to the drugstore. Yep. And you try to find a card for this one. Uh, I'm looking on the bottom rack. I think I don't know where with. they'd have them on the. Maybe they got an end cap. You know what? Maybe just make your own. Draw uh, yeah. your. This is you. Yeah. You know, it's a stick figure like ding, the kids. Ding ding. Yes, director of social media. Your uh, fascinating story about taking out the recycling prompted uh, Gary to submit a uh, tweet to both Rookie and myself about one of the greatest GL stories ever, and it's the photo of the guy wheeling out the the grass clippings in which he steps on the lid and then falls in. Yeah, because remember that happened to the newsman. That's right, it happened to Height. The killer, uh, the killer the trash fell into his Fuck own it. trash can. <laughs> His feet were sticking out. <laughs> like the Wicked Witch underneath yeah. the house. Oh, You don't live that one down in the neighborhood, no. I don't think. I wonder what the hell animal I saw. I don't know, but I would go out there at 9 o'clock again tonight just to look. Oh, no, I'm frightened. Maybe it, I'd go out on recycling night, even though we don't know which one of the night. seven it is. I'm not going to tell you what my night is. Yeah. That, you know what? Some things you just keep to yourself. You're going to keep that from me, huh? Yeah. All right. Got that wheeled bin that spies on me. <laughs> 
You're right. It's got the uh, the chip in it. It's got the GPS chips well, in it. They probably have it on film downtown somewhere at Eureka. 1500 ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis, 42 degrees.